Greetings to everyone joining us for a new episode of the European Hoops podcast. We cover the EuroLeague and the top FIBA events. I am André and with me our basketball expert Diogo Valente. Hi André, hi guys. Hope everything is okay with y'all. We are here for another episode of the European Hoops podcast. Hopefully you guys stay with us and tune in for the rest of our episodes. André, let us know man, what are we talking about today? Right before I let you know what we will be talking about today, a reminder that uh, we are doing our season preview for the EuroLeague with episodes coming out every day from Monday to Thursday until the start of the EuroLeague season. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast and make sure to follow us on Twitter at E2ZeroLeague to not miss any episodes. And today on our fourth season preview series episode, we will go over what to expect from Barcelona and from Bayern Munich. Are you ready to get into it, Jog? For sure. Let's get it started, man. Barcelona, we start with a new head coach, Roger Grimau. What can we expect from him? If we look at the, the Super Cup semifinal that they played against Real Madrid, I think they're going to be a team that, that's going to continue to shoot a lot, uh, just like they did last year. And I think with a, I think they have more depth this year. But of course, losing Miritic is tough. But I think they're going to fight a lot. And I believe they're going to be a competitive team. I think he's going to try to implement a, a kind of a fast-paced game with Sadoransky and Laprovitola, especially, because Laprovitola is kind of the, the go-to guy now for that team, and he played a great game against Real Madrid. But uh, but I believe they're going to be a, a very good team still, even though they lost a guy like Meritich. And I think Grimaud is going to be a, a big part of that, and I, I think he's going to be... Uh, I think he's going to be a coach that the players will enjoy having, and I believe that's a, a key to a great team. So we'll see how their season goes. You were mentioning the depth that they were able to add during this offseason. And Dario Brizuela and uh, Joel Parra are two players that uh, will be contributing for that depth, likely coming off the bench, but being able to add uh, value to this team and uh, more options for Roger Grimau to, to work with. Both of them were part of the Spanish national team that played in the World Cup recently. Joel Barra had uh, reduced role for the team. He was a player that played less minutes per game with 9.8 minutes per game. But uh, Brizuela showed uh, the ability that he has to play and being a high-level guard. He ended the World Cup with 7.6 points per game, but he added to it 3.4 assists, 1.8 rebounds and 0.8 steals per game and he is able to contribute at the EuroLeague level what do you think that uh, these two players will be bringing to this uh, Barcelona team and how much will they be able to help them across this season? Well uh, I think these are two guys that are going to give their all to this team obviously they came from uh, lower levels as far as like European competitions and I think getting the, their first chance at the EuroLeague I think they're going to have a, a pretty decent role on this team and Brizuela especially He's a very good scorer and, and shooter too. And I believe off the bench, he, he can be a, a, a very impactful guy for this Barcelona team. And then Parra is a, a high IQ player that can also come off the bench and make plays offensively for for him and for others. He's a good passer uh, out of the forward position. And I think him and Brizuela can actually be a, a very good duo coming off the bench. But they also use Jabari Parker off the bench, uh, Willian Gomez off the bench. Like They have a, a very deep team. And I believe they're going to be very good. Besides the, these two players, they also added Jabari Parkett and William Ramomet that you just mentioned. And they kept players like Satoransky, La Provitola, Jokobaitis, Abrines, Kalinic, Oscar da Silva and Jan Vesely. 
besides James Nagy staying with the team despite being drafted to this season. So let's look into the to high level uh, signings for Barcelona during this uh, off season, and we start with uh, Jabari Parker. How well does will he fit to the Euroleague basketball? I think he can have a, a nice impact. Uh, he hasn't played in the NBA in a while, but he's kind of been on and off with injuries and everything. But, but I think he can be a very good player in the Euroleague. I mean, he's a very strong forward who can play multiple positions, either the three or the four, and maybe at the Euroleague level, maybe some small ball five too. Uh, I think he is a, a very strong guy, like driving and getting to the paint, and, and he can defend as well. And he's very versatile. So I believe with the the type of talent that Barcelona has already, uh, I think he can be a very nice complement to those guys and, and help them win games for sure. Would you agree with me that um, despite losing such an important player like Mirotic, Barcelona maybe? Uh, was able to add more players that can create offensively, mainly Jabari and Willy. Yeah, I think Barcelona did a good job here with these additions. Uh, I don't know if they are better than last year. Uh, I doubt that because, uh, like you know, we had Miritic very high on our list as pl- top players in the EuroLeague. So uh, I think it's very hard to to replace what he what he was bringing to this team. But I think they did a very good job. And obviously, Jabari Parker and Willy Arnon Gomez are two of the biggest reasons for that. And I believe they're going to be big factors for this Barcelona team this season. Do you think that uh, Willy Arnon Gomez can, uh, has a shot at being MVP of this EuroLeague season? He has a shot, for sure. Uh, I think he's going to struggle a little bit with guys like Walter um, Tavares because he's so big and strong. I don't know how Willy's going to be able to impose his, his inside post-game against him but other than him I, I think he's going to be just fine and I do believe he's <laughs> going to yeah I, I do believe he's going to put up big numbers so I, I think he's ha- he has a shot if Barcelona is highly is high enough on the standings I, I do think he has a shot yes for me uh, you were mentioning about them being better than uh, last season and I think Barcelona is one of the interesting cases for this season because I think there will be a lot of improvements that will come slowly and I won't be surprised with a slow start from Barcelona. I think that they might be, in the end, as good and and as a contender to to be in the Final Four once more and once again. We we will get to that and we will see exactly how, how far we expect them to go. I just think that last season we saw... Barcelona is struggling at times to be able to com- to play at the highest level that they could play for 40 minutes a game. And I think that players like Willy Hernan Gomez will help in that front and will be able to bring a bit more of aggressivity than, than they had before. I think Jabari Parker, I don't know how much he will be able to give them in terms of uh, competing to be their best player uh, in a, any given game. But I think that at least at Spurs and at moments, he might be able to, to provide them with a good offense. And he is a very versatile player that can adapt well to the early game. This is a team that will take time. It might take a while for them to be at their best. 
But um, with that time passed, and I expect them to be on the playoff picture for sure. In the end of the season, they can be performing as one of the best teams in the Euroleague. It will just be be a process that uh, we will need to be patient through it and uh, watching it. What are your concerns with this team? And uh, do you expect them to be one of the contenders for this Euroleague season? Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't have them as one of the contenders. Uh, not now, at least. Uh, and like you said, they might be in for a, a slow start. And this season, I think that's going to be very, very dangerous because there are so many teams who got better and, and improved their roster drastically. And I believe that a slow start or a, a bad streak of games can be very dangerous for any team with playoff aspirations. And I think Barcelona, uh, again, I think they have a playoff team. I do. I don't think they have a contender team. Uh, this is just my opinion. Uh, I believe they got a little bit worse because having a guy like Miritic, like a true go-to guy who is one of the best players in, in Europe, uh, makes a big difference. And I don't see that in none of these guys this year, even though, of course, Willie and Jabari Parkers are very good players. But, but I don't have them at, at like a, a top five range. And uh, and again, like, like you said, uh, the other teams are getting better. Every single one of them. So it, it could be very dangerous for Barcelona to have a slow start, and they need to they need to have, they need to, to figure it out quick because if they do have a slow start, it's gonna be it's gonna get ugly. This is it, my opinion. It might be controversial because, of course, Barcelona is always one of the contenders usually. But I think it's going to be hard if they don't start the right way. They can be one of the teams that, uh, like Efes last season, would have. They can be one of the teams that can benefit from this new format and from the, the play-in. Because it will be hard to see them dropping far from the 10th place. And that will keep them in the mix. And this, since this is a team that I expect to see growing throughout the season, they will have a chance to get into to the playoffs. And once there, to be a very, very competitive team that will be able to compete with uh, most of the teams in the Euro League. But the level is extremely high and there is there aren't big margins to anyone in this Euro League. There weren't last season already. And we saw that with Efes and uh, this season with Barcelona. They... They will take their time, but they cannot uh, trail too much behind or they might be in trouble. Let's then look into another team that also has a new head coach and uh, has a project that is a very promising project within the EuroLeague. Let's talk about Bayern Munich. Pablo Lasso, he's back into the EuroLeague. Can we expect great things? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think I, I had it here written, Lasso effect. I believe he's a winning coach. He, he had great years with Real Madrid. And I think he's very focused on, on changing the culture here with Bayern Munich. Uh, I believe this project is very interesting and he is very committed to that, just trying to grow year by year. And I think he has a very good team to start it off. And I believe they're going to have a very good season. And of course, Lazo is a big, big part of that. They will be doing just fine on the bench and on the head coach position. So let's look at their roster and let's start from guards and then keep moving forward. Nick Weiler, Bob, it's one of our favorites. Andreas Obst, it's one of our favorites as well. They oh, managed for to... sure. Especially, <laughs> especially after the World Cup. I mean, no doubt he about was, that. He was before and it just kept making him more and more one of our favorites. So this is these are two very high-level players. They managed to add to these two players 
Carson Edwards, Leandro Balmairo, and Silvian Francisco. What do you expect to see, mainly from the new faces, but from this backcourt from Bayern Munich? I personally, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, that makes it two of us then. Uh, I mean, similarly <laughs> to Monaco, uh, I believe they're going to have two of these guards on the court at all times. And I think they have guys like Weiler Beb and Balmaro who have enough size to, to guard twos as well. And Obst obviously is a shooting guard. So I think they have a lot of depth at the guard spot and, and that's very good to, to start off this project. I think it's important. Uh, having a young guy like Balmaro and, and even Francisco and Carson Eros, they're all very young guys. So they have room to grow. And this project seems to be like a, a three-year project that Lazo signed that three-year deal. So they have room to grow. They have room to, to make mistakes. Uh, I don't think they are expecting to be Final Four contenders this season. I just think they want to grow year by year. And hopefully in two or three seasons, they are the, at the top. And and I believe they are capable of that. I mean, Bolmaro is a, a young prospect who can do a lot of things on the basketball court. He's a very complete guard. Carson Edwards is a, a hell of a shooter and a, a hell of a scorer overall. He just needs to work on his consistency to, to be able to bring that every single game. And Francisco is a guy that can score. He, he's sneaky athletic for a guy his size. And of course, Valor, Bab and Ops, we already know what they do. Uh, I think they have a, a great core of guards and they're going to be very exciting to watch. And across the board, they have a very, very exciting core of guards. Let's then look at the wings and at the forwards and see if we are as excited there. Lucic, Bonga... Gifai, Radoncic, is this a solid enough group? Well, if they can stay healthy, I mean, you know how much of a fan I am of Lucic. Uh, I think he's one of the best wings in the competition, but he hasn't had luck. He's been hurt a lot last year. He didn't play a lot of games, but but I think if they are healthy, I think that's a very good core. Having Lucic and Banga especially, I think those two guys to, to have their rotation at the three with those other guys you mentioned, and they have options there so if they are healthy i believe they have a, a good enough core to to be a competitive team for sure the new guy is uh, dino radonsic that uh, showed very good things during the world cup playing from montenegro and uh, i think he will also be able to be a good contributor for this team but lucic bonga gifai are very consistent players that will be able to be very good complementary pieces to this uh, high level group of guards that we have but then let's look at the front court Uh, at the poor forward and center positions. And while some of these players that are forwards will be able to also contribute in the poor forward position, we have Elias Harris, we have Gillespie, we have Paul Zipser and joining these players we have two new poor forward center players that uh, are joining in Devin Booker and Sergi Baca. Were these the right pieces that they needed? And how much do you expect to see from Devin Booker and Ibaka? I think these two guys can, can help them a lot. I mean, Devin Booker, He's a guy that has a lot of EuroLeague experience and he has played for, for Bayern before. So I think he's going to be a, a very good option. He can also stretch the floor. So that's always a plus. And Serge Ibaka, obviously, to bring some veterans here to, to this young team, I think he's going to be important in that aspect. And he can also shoot, of course. He's a, a very good shot blocker. If he can hold on physically, if he can stay healthy, I think he can be a, a, very, a very helpful guy for this Bayern team and provide him some good minutes. 
And I believe these two guys will be very important for Bayern, for sure. I think having those two players will be huge for them because having David Booker, he can be a consistent player, player that has played for Bayern in the past. And uh, Ibaka, he, the gra- he will bring gravity towards him, even if he might not be at his peak. And his peak, we have seen him declining in the last season in the NBA in a more limited role. He will still be able to contribute at a very high level for this Bayern team. And uh, I expect him to to be a piece that will be able to free other players on this group. And uh, for me, that mean that makes this team, the, this group of players, uh, serious contenders for the the playing. Well, for this group and for the project that they have, uh, I think if they can be in the fight for for a playing spot, I don't know if they're going to be able to. I need to see them stay healthy, but but I think they have a a very interesting core and I believe they should be aiming at, at the at the play. I believe in that. I believe that they will be a team that will be able to fight to be in the play-in and to try to contend to reach the the playoffs after all. That's the, the whole goal and purpose of having a play-in is for those teams to be able to fight to make it to the top eight in the end and to be competing to place in the final four. I don't think that Bayern is favorite as it stands right now. It's a team that... Uh, will be growing throughout the season, will be gaining experience. But we know that uh, Pablo Lasso is a highly competent coach and he, he will put them in a position to, to be competitive. They added very intriguing players in Leandro Balmaro, Silvia Francisco, Carson Edwards, that certainly will bring explosiveness and will bring playmaking to this team and will be able to create. They have very different looks and... We know what to expect from players like Nick Weiler-Babb from Andreas Holbst. They have very good options in the wings with Lutsic, with Bonga, with Gifai. It's it's a complete team. It's a team that has in Elias Harris, in Dino Radoncic, in Devin Booker, Freddy Gillespie, Paul Zipser. They are able to present different looks and uh, in the end they add experience and a player that played at a very high level, Sergi Baca, that makes this roster a, a complete roster. We can expect ups and lows. They won't be favorites in many games that they will be playing, but it's a team that can grow. And if in the end they are close enough, they will very likely be fighting to be on that uh, playing fight. And once they make it there and once they are there, they will be trying to compete to get into the playoffs. While I don't expect this team to be competing to for the Euroleague in the short term and in this season, it's a project. It's a project that can grow. They show the ability to to go and hire and uh, sign uh, high-level players. So we can be seeing more of that in the future. And uh, to a core, that was a solid core of players. They added youth. They added players with considerable upside. And uh, they added some good names. And Bayern is a team to keep an eye on. And the future can be becoming quite bright under Pablo Lasso. This takes us to the end of the episode. As you guys know, this is the last episode of this week. Uh, You guys will have four more episodes previewing eight more teams out of the 18 that will be part of this edition of the EuroLeague coming from Monday to Thursday of next week. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Etos EuroLeagues so you don't miss out on any episodes. And as always, I'll be talking with you guys soon. Bye, guys. See you on next episode. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.